Welcome to the Rhythm of Destination Inspiration, a podcast for adventurous families here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We'll get creative, unpack the blessings of traveling with your family, and share stories with special guests embracing a lifestyle of journey. Your host, Jen Ranieri, will inspire you to get out of your suitcases and ignite your own ultimate adventures. Stay tuned. You're sure to enjoy the ride. Welcome, morning, friends. This is Jen Rainieri, and I'm your host for Destination Inspiration. Welcome to Episode 12. I'm so happy to be with you today. I've got a real special episode ahead, sharing some of the words of a woman who's inspired me more than many others, Maya Angelou. Here's a quote from her famous inaugural poem of the 1993 Clinton inauguration on the Pulse of Morning. Here on the pulse of this new day, you may have the grace to look up and out and into your sister's eyes, into your brother's face, your country, and say simply, very simply, with hope, good morning. I say good morning to you, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is right now. I've missed you. I've missed recording. I've missed being a part of this. But I've been taking some time in my life to reflect and rejoice with my own family. We've had quite a, a lot of changes in our family this past year as my husband took a new job and career position. And, you know, we homeschool, which really around here I've become quite confident saying we are mostly unschoolers and we life, we, we live and we learn and life is learning. Um, and through that, I've just really taken some time earlier in the year with a, the help of an amazing mentor, uh, Julie Gorman, who you'll hear from a bit later in the show. But as to what my, my life purpose is, what my mission is, why am I here? And I finally decided I'm here to be a voice to help you find yours. I'm a bridge to excite you, inspire you, and ignite you on your journeys, whether those are full of words, full of travels, or just to the word. It's good to be back after a season of travel ourselves through the conventions and uh, just times out with friends at the 2 to 1 conference, speaking and hosting at the FPEA convention, hosting friends and family here at our Casa del Rey Beach Cottage. It's good to be back. But I really took some time last week after the passing of Maya Angelou and just reflected on why it is that words are so important and look at what the power of words can do. And I'll share a little bit more about how she's impacted me over the years. But now I want to read to you something that's been on my heart and I wrote just a week before Maya's passing. It's called Reset, a poetic manifesto for the digital age. I wrote it, so it's by me, Jen Rainieri. Here's Reset. Open me up, turn me on. I'll take dictation, sing you a song. Capture thoughts, follow your friends, clear your windows or macro lens. But my web itself, a fast-paced race. Careful, I'll invade your space. This tweeting, does it ever end? Too much of me is not good, my friend. Sometimes my off button is where your life begins. So laptop, what if we'd have more face in his book and not ours in Facebook? Fewer passwords, more his word. Less thumbs up, more look up. Does linking in really fill up our cup? 
His cup overflows. If only we'd seek maybe a day of fresh air processing, or two, or even a week. I iPhone, iPod, iPad, iPlay, I this, that, the other. I pray to see if we just stop saying I, say we, ours, together, craving IRL community. So much I in the world. How we get so self-absorbed. Let's take one more selfie for the world to ignore or like. My identity is clouded, not held in the cloud. It's his cloud that directs ours. If we just scream out loud, stop this madness, looking to others for our worth. Shh, sit outside, be still, listen. His whisper surrounds the grass, the waves, the wind, the birds. Not ones tweeting online, those chirping in sky, reminding us our place, our maker who says he is mine. Indeed, laptop, your off button is where life begins. Podcast, WordPress, Hootsuite, Buffer, Blog Talk, Tumblr, oh my, will the world crumble if my words don't press reply? Snapchat, Instagram, tification, viral posts sweeping the nations, Let's put these pins to rest, squash the enemy of comparedness. If only we'd knock, ask, seek, we shall find. All this crafting of mine means less craft that are ours. All this digging, time spent, searching, status, YouTube, Baytube, double-clicking for hours? For what truth? An occasional glimpse? There's so much of life being missed when all we do is click-clack, clunk away, moments, hours, days... We need less Google search, plus more seeking the sun's rays. Our status, you see, is told in his word, and my updates must reflect the creation I am becoming as he searches me off the Internet. We all have a purpose, a view, a voice. Each day is new, overloaded with choice. Here, now, we are keys. Which path will we choose? Who are we aiming to please? My voice likes to rhyme, play words like notes, fill the world wide web with more of this prose. I've taken to heart what he said in his word. I'm a poem singing glory to him. Now my voice will be heard. Sure, we could go it alone, but trust me, it's true. His plan is much better for me and for you. May each keystroke you clack bring meaning and life given as worship our best sacrifice. And may our actions offline always be just the right time, singing louder than words. And when I'm entangled in the world wide web, may I recall a whisper of this, to be courageous, set apart, and heed the voice of this miss. Laptop, your off button is where my life begins. Reset. Uh, friends, I, I wrote that as I was emceeing a social media summit a few weeks ago, which I'll include the link on the page so you can get a copy of that audio of that great, uh, that great teaching and time if you're interested. But it's just so amazing to me to see how many words we're using, but are we really making an impact? Are we really living and impacting those around us? And you see, I remember being a young girl in 1993, 20 years old, 
and my mom calling me and saying, come, you've got to watch this woman. You've got to watch her read this poem. And it was Maya Angelou reading those words. And for years, I just kind of stuck my poetry inside and those real, the real voice that the Lord had given me and just thought nobody would really want to hear my poems, my silly rhymes. And then I watched in awe and tears and joy and gratitude and all kinds of emotions flustered together after I learned of her passing. I had never met her, but I felt like I had. I felt like I'd really heard God's voice through hers in so many occasions. And I can only pray to have a portion of that impact for the Lord, a portion of the impact that she had in so many lives to just get people to stop and rethink and renew and refresh. As I was researching the life of Maya Angelou a couple days after her passing, I just was engulfed in her story. And I took myself to her website where her name, Marguerite Ann Johnson, I realized I share a middle name, Ann, full of grace. Thank you, Lord, that my name and you are full of grace. I see that the first statement under her name is that she calls herself a global renaissance woman. If you've ever met me in person and I've handed you a business card, or you've seen my Facebook status or an email from me for years, unknowingly, I gave myself the same title. A friend of mine actually named me the Renaissance Woman years ago, and it made so such an impact to me. I felt like, wow, is it okay to really have so many different parts of me? Like in the Renaissance, there was never one form of art that was the end-all, be-all, but there were so many little pieces and the Lord spoke something so beautiful to me one time and said, Sweet daughter, you're like a diamond. The more you're cut and tumbled, with edges polished, so many different facets, you become the glowing stone. But at once, it was just a lump of coal until I met him. At once, I was nothing. Without Jesus, I thought I had it all figured out. Hmm. But he is truly the way, the truth, and the life. Here's a little tidbit from Maya's website. Maya Angelou was a waitress, a singer, an actress, a dancer, an activist, a filmmaker, a professor, a writer, a mother, a dancer, a calypso singer, a streetcar conductor, a magazine editor in Cairo, an administrative assistant in Ghana, and the official of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference run by Martin Luther King Jr. himself. As well as her autobiography, she had written several volumes of poetry, including On the Pulse of the Morning. And she was a lifetime appointment as a professor. I just relate so much to her life. Do you? Will you leave a legacy for your children to know who this beautiful woman was? And not only that, but who you are, beautiful mama listening to this? Who are you that your children need to know? It's okay if through our lifetime we have many different facets. That's what makes the beauty of a diamond. That's what the beauty of being gifted with so many different pieces is. And that's the beauty of our journey, discovering which of those pieces that the Lord will, will use for His glory, for His radiance for the shining light of that stone to be pointing back to him.
in a Los Angeles Times article, I read this quote from Maya. I have always tried to find myself a church. I have studied everything. I spent some time with Zen Buddhism and Judaism, and I spent some time with Islam. I am a religious person. It is my spirit. But I found that I really want to be a Christian. That is what my spirit seems to be built on. I just know that I find the teachings of Christ so accessible. I really believe that Christ made a sacrifice, and for those reasons, I want to be a Christian. Maya, I can relate. I went through so many of those struggles and challenges and seeking of what is truth. Where is this? There's a deep desire in all of us to know the truth, to find that freedom, to, to connect our spirit. And there we go again, back to the truth and the life. That's Jesus. I love traveling so much because I always believe that the Lord takes us out of our comfort zone to show us things. And a few weeks back, I was coming home from a two-to-one conference in Chicago with a bunch of homeschooling mamas and sisters and blogging friends. And I met a woman on the airplane who was a pastor. And something in her just shined. And we were in the jetway talking. And I said, I can just tell you've got Jesus all over you. And she said, girl, you too. And we just had this great conversation. And then it turns out the lady behind us was listening. And she said, I just love it when women meet like this, when they have that connection. And I ended up sitting next to the, the woman who overheard us speaking on the airplane. And turns out she's written over 90 autobiographies for famous celebrities as a ghostwriter. Turns out this woman is quite an amazing woman. And I sat with her and showed her some of my writings and asked her some advice on getting my book published and my dream to be out there and my voice being heard to make an impact and a difference. And I, in conversation with her, this woman who I now treasure so deeply who's become such a mentor to me and her words, and she said, you know, you're searching for all these places to go make an impact. Which seat have you taken in the room? I said, I don't understand, you know. She said, well, in a, in a room full of empty chairs, in order to find your place, you have to take a seat. You have to stand for something. And she said, everything about you, Jen, resonates Jesus. Stand for him. Make a stand for him. And I thought, wow, yes, that's me. That's why words are important, because through the words that I've been given, all I care to do is make a stand for Jesus. Maybe you can resonate with that. Maybe that is something that attaches to your heartstrings as well. During this time of reset in my family, I've been so thankful to have found a good friend in Jennifer and a, a sponsor for this podcast in the vision of word traveling as we really launch into all that God has for us. Um, word traveling is launching into a nonprofit to to make really make an impact in the world of education through alternative forms of education, homeschooling and technology and words, just words. Anyway, and she has just uh, created this amazing system called Apple Core Systems. You can find them at applecoresystems.com. Um, just to find a, such a simple and efficient way for me to keep track of my homeschool progress, I love them. And if you check them out and let them know you have a, a code that's word traveling, uh, W-O-R-D traveling, you would actually save 20% off their already fabulous low price. Um, 
And it's just such an amazing thing for me because as much as I'm on the road and have so many facets of my life without some kind of a system to keep our kids' grades and records organized, I'd just be really all over the place. So, so thankful. I mentioned earlier my dear friend and sister, Julie Gorman, and I just want to let you let you hear from her in her own words a few seconds about the book that she wrote that's becoming a best-selling a best-selling book and really impacting the lives of so many women and I'm just so thankful for Julie's words both in person and on the phone and on our times together but also through her book listen to this what I wish my mother had told me about men deals with the faulty paradigms that we sometimes carry on our heart and don't even realize So if you're hungry for a deeper intimacy in your relationship, if you long to know the Lord more personally, this book's for you. Young, old, single, married, doesn't matter. Make sure you visit juliegorman.com to pick up your copy. Hey, I'll even sign it for you. Welcome back, friends, to Destination Inspiration. And I hope you're here with me today just enjoying and engulfing yourself in the beautiful words of Maya Angelou. And I find it ironic that Maya was commissioned so often to write tribute poems for wonderful people as they passed. And why my podcast here that you're listening to may not be as influential as Maya's words that she wrote when the great Nelson Mandela passed, or Maya's words when she was even asked to write a poem for Michael Jackson's ceremony and celebration of life. But I just pray that they touch you, my listener, my friend. Here's a quote from Maya. We have to admit that we've come a long way. Young people must be told, yes, things are better, but not nearly as good as things will be when you put your children to the wheel. I'm not sure if you know or not, but earlier this year I partnered with an amazing friend and truly gifted poet. She's actually one poet laureate in her adult life, not like I did in my fourth grade years with Mr. Friesman's class. But uh, my dear friend Dee Jackson, also better known as Whimsy Gizmo in the poetry world, and I have partnered to create an amazing kids' poetry curriculum that I'm so blessed to be sharing with you. It's called Words with Wings. You can get a free lesson right here on, on the page on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. You can also click over to wordtraveling.com slash wordswithwings and get your first free lesson. There are 13 lessons in all um, this year. We'll see where it goes. And also an amazing contest your kids have a chance to enter their words into. But as a homeschooling mom, I just felt that poetry is so important of, it's such an important part of what we can be teaching our kids and how to break rules, how to follow rules, how to use their creative wisdom, how to just tap in, how to find words and get excited about words and writing without always having to be so structured and so perfect. I really believe that poetry at such a deep level allows us to express the freedoms And those little bits of word, those little pieces, maybe they're even roses are red, violets are blue, I love you, mommy, can really lead into something greater, not just through poetry words or poetic words, but through the discovery that that people make by journaling, by writing poetry, by writing short phrases, short sentences, and just connecting with those words inside, screaming to come out. Because truly it says in God's words that you are a poem. Did you know that? 
In Ephesians 2.10, it says, We are God's workmanship. But the original Greek word for workmanship, or that creation, was poema. You are God's poem. And so in the Psalms it says, in the Psalms it says, I'll be the poet who sings your glory and live what I sing every day. That's Psalm 61.8 in the message version. Anyway, one of the things I love most about Maya Angelou that I didn't even know until I discovered this after her passing and just exploring and laughing and smiling with, the, with, with this beautiful woman was that she wrote cookbooks. Can you believe that? Maya was a, uh, the author of two cookbooks, actually possibly even three, but here are two titles. One is called Hallelujah, The Welcome Table, and the other is called Great Food All Day Long. I just love finding out about people and discovering things. Recounting a personal conversation with Maya, the New York Times author Elizabeth Alexander said, said this, If you have a song to sing, who are you not to open your mouth and sing it to the world? That is a sentiment I have often heard attributed to her. Singing your song in her worldview should be as natural as breathing, even if, as she did, you struggled to come to voice. And poetry was as close as human beings could get to song. Maya's name had many meanings. You may have even heard it popular in child's names right now. But in Hebrew, the name Maya meant spring or brook. And I look at that and think, yes, she was a woman springing forth with life, with words of life. Maya even wrote a book uh, in her autobiographical series. The first one that most people know her for was the very famous book, um, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. But she also wrote later in her series a book called All God's Children Need Traveling Shoes. And I have to laugh at that because here we talk about travel and adventure and, and stories and your journey. And Maya felt the same thing. And this that particular volume in her autobiographical series is about the time she lived abroad with her young son. She also wrote a book of poetry for young people. I love it. Maya wrote an amazing poem called Phenomenal Woman, and I'll post the link to the YouTube because you've just got to see her read it in her deep voice. And here's one of my favorites. And I'll leave you with this and then our theme song from my dear friend, Nida Lynn. In the words of Maya Angelou, And still I rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may tread me in the very dirt, but still... Like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns, with the certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still, I'll rise. And friends, my hope with this is that you learn to get your words to rise above, that they edify and build up the friends, the people that are around you, that in your circle, in your sphere of influence, you use your words poetically, even if they're not poems, to sing glory to the Lord and to build up your friends with your words. Thanks for tuning in today. Next episode is going to be super exciting. Episode 13, we're going to talk about unpacking the blessings of traveling with your family. 
so stay tuned. That's the rhythm of this episode of Destination Inspiration. Your host, Jen Ranieri, is passionate about inspiring you to live your life to its fullest adventure. Until you have spread your wings, you'll never know just how far you can fly. Tune in for our next episode to unpack what it means to live a lifestyle of journey. Be sure to check out Jen's online community at wordtraveling.com and hit the subscribe button so you won't miss the next stop on our adventure. Until next time, embrace your journey.